What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, is Sippin' Josh. I'm here out of necessity only. <laughs> it is in the charter. See? <laughs> uh, Trey Elliott. Yo. I forgot your your name for a minute. I'm not going to lie. That's a bummer. It is. <laughs> I looked at you, and I was like, <laughs> I just looked at you in the eye, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Cool man. Like I lost all sense of like where I was for a second. It's not a you thing. It's well, like I he, got a little worried. It's not did you, he transfer his his weakness into you visually? What a, Trey's been working on becoming a supervillain. Whatever guy close. wants to hear, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I love Chuck how Nally. much Trey hates looking at the back of my head. He is just slowly and surely inched closer and closer uh, to the camera. I did that literally the start of the show. I haven't moved since. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I mean, that's Chuck. believable. Thanks. That he hasn't moved. Josh has gotten to be a sassy bitch over the last 10 minutes for some reason. 10 years. Better than how well, surely you were at the Wait, start. Wait, how this game in the last 10 minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's like the uh, the Price is Right. The go de o de o de o Oh, no, it was before the podcast. I just kept calling you out. That was fine. Okay. It wasn't at all. I missed all of that. You didn't get the Price is Right reference? He started off nonsense. I didn't hear the beginning of Surly his. Bitch. I just heard Yodi Yodi Yodi. Yeah, <laughs> and I knew exactly what Is he was talking about. Is that how you hail Hitler nowadays? <laughs> yodi Yodi Yodi. I didn't hear any of the rest of that. Ooh, and I knew solid. you were talking about the press. Your right. hands are so soft. I it know, amazes it's amazing. Me every time, lots of lotion. No, I don't use lotion. I do. Do you use lotion? Well, I mean, like I lotion up on the the tattoo, keep it uh. moisturized. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, still? It's good for the health of the tattoo. How did Mary's parents take the tattoos? That's all right. They're okay with them? Yeah. That's good. Did she prep them? No. But Mary, help Mary. your brother out. Come on, Mary. Don't let that just be That's a That's asking bomb. way too much of Why are you bugging? Talking to her parents. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some shows. First impressions. First up, All Night on Hulu. No. Right in time for graduation. Indeed. Am I the only one who hated this show? No, it sucked. Okay. It was a good. I didn't finish it. I liked it. <laughs> God damn it, Evan. I did no. like it. I thought it was good. So fucking generic. It is generic, the show. I don't disagree with any of that, it but is it was American funny. Pie PG-13. Yeah. I stopped yeah. at about the time that it was incredibly clear that the super popular jock guy who is dating the hot girl is really gay. So you stopped five minutes in. It was about ten. <laughs> like it's it. abundantly. He might have clear. found religion. You don't know. It, what? Which is it? I don't know yet. I only watched the first episode. They don't say. Oh, okay. I did feel uncomfortable because they show that girl in like lingerie underwear, and I was and like, "You are clearly young." Yeah. Like, yeah. even, like, I'm sure you're 18 or over in real life, but I was like, you are young. I was watching it on my phone at work. I felt real uncomfortable. That <laughs> would have stopped doing that. I, I did at that scene, as a matter of fact, <laughs> but it was just because it was unabashedly horrible. I thought the nerdy guys were funny. No, that's no. the scene I quit. I that was my mind. least favorite part. No, and then, like, and it made uh, they were playing magic. It made me real Slightly sad. less skanky Megan Fox that gets trapped in the basement with that dude. <laughs> she, yeah. She was attractive. Slightly less skanky <laughs> Megan Fox. Megan Fox is an attractive girl. Megan Fox, she's skanky. Uh, she does have toe thumbs, but she is it extremely, is extremely high. And she is skanky. She looks like she's sticky. Like if you touch her, the... <laughs> True story, but mm -hmm. it is impossible to look at Megan Fox now and not think solely about her toe thumbs. That's not true. Dude, no. They're, have you seen them? 
I've seen them, and that is not what I think about. She she looks like she just walked off of the beach, but had like a bunch of like sunscreen on, so she's like gritty and and lotiony at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what she looks like all the time. Yeah, you do, girl. What's up, girl? <laughs> I mean, I think she's incredibly attractive. She is literally one hundred percent fake, but that's okay. So no one else is gonna finish all no, night. No, no. <laughs> I'm out. Cut. To keep hard cut, man, you just astound me. Sometimes. It's thirty minutes and it's eight episodes, and I kind of liked it. Enjoy it. I'll try. <laughs> I mean, maybe it ends up sucking for me, but I liked it. Man, those two nerds that are like crawling through the vents and yeah, shit. Yeah, they're creepy and they're is, funny because they're looking for a cosplay girl. Isn't that literally not another teen movie? I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that's gonna wind maybe. up being a guy. No. I bet it is. I don't think so. I, I think it's it going to be someone completely unexpected, though. Also, yeah, that chick is 21. Huh? That chick is 21. Good Grace for her. Honest. She looks young. Good for her? Being 21. Oh, okay. <laughs> the sound of the other way around. You were curious. like, good for her. She looks young. Like, yeah. I mean, she does look young. <laughs> I would card her. Okay. Uh, if you know what I mean. Chucky's trying to find slang? a euphemism in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it speaks for itself, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> to give cash back? <laughs> yeah, you want to know where it comes from? Double though. miles. Uh, <laughs> safe on Netflix. A I Michael C. Hall joint. I did yeah. not get to this. Uh, it's a limited series. It's about it's a kidnapping. <laughs> Even though he is not, he's not and at it all. Is and clear. It's, it's weird, man. He. I, I don't think that was. I thought he was actually British. No, he's from, not, Nor- he's not from North unless, Carolina. Yeah, not unless really? that Britain owned North Carolina. Are you serious? No, no, not because the accent was they like really do. good or anything, but I just could swear at some point I thought I'd read that like. We talked about it and asked that question when we saw the trailer. Okay. But we didn't know, and I was like, I don't think he is. I had for some reason Michael at some C. point Hall? thought that yeah. he's yeah, not yeah, in yeah, the accent. Not. It's okay, bad. It's not good. And I don't think he's the only fake British person on this show. I would believe that. Like, there is some really British talk going on. The show sucked 99.9% of I the time. I hate it. At the very end of it, I was like, oh, that's you. You like it, don't you? No, I, I, I also was like, man. Okay. I didn't see. the. I, I only realized this was we're about to start. I did not see the last five minutes of this. Oh, that's like the best part. It's the only part. It is. It's, <laughs> it's secrets and lies you hard. Damn, yep. I'm glad it I didn't sure see as it. fuck does. It's exactly I'm what I thought. I'm glad I didn't see it, it that way. I don't. I'm not like suckered into whew. this because I hated the rest of that episode. Man, I was like, oh, and and while I was watching it, Chuck was like, I'm really uh, interested to have a discussion, and I was like, oh, like God, Chuck likes this. Like, no, like, no, I am I missing no, something? So I, I was like looking at it really this. critically. I liked exactly five minutes, maybe less, maybe fourish. Whatever. Yeah, I'm whatever that. Exactly where I stopped when that dude watching. rolls into the garage, I was like, oh, like this is interesting. Yes. And there's so many like sideways glances and the dun it, dun dun. It's not good. It's, it's not. Good. Except for the secrets and lies. I mean, they just drop a big stash of that secrets and lies. That was good enough that I at least thought about like, it's only eight what episodes. Kristen, Kristen finished this show, by the way. Really? Since Sunday. Damn. She, it's eight episodes. What, it's like 40 minutes. What happens minutes. at the end of the first episode? I'm not going back. There's to a bunch that. of shit that like falls down, and then the the one of the, the guy who went on vacation. Yes. Uh, he opens up the garage. He like takes a tarp off of this like freezer, and he starts crying. And they like open it up, and there's a dead, frozen body inside of we it. We don't know who it is. I'm, no, it's the boyfriend. Yeah, it's the chick. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And there's like they show like a bunch of clips from like different perspectives of each individual. It's like a suspect row. Yeah, the, the whole it's, thing it's exactly on this is exactly like the end of Secrets yeah, and Lies. Yeah, the, and the whole thing about this is also kind of Secrets and Lies of like he starts finding out all these secrets that are going on from like their network and lies. their street and all this stuff. Yes. Somebody had to make the joke. It is very much like that, just not as good. No, it's not. There, there's not nearly as much intrigue at the beginning of it, and the acting is worse. Yeah, the weird. acting's bad. It's crazy because he is such a good actor. He, he is, is a good actor. But he does bad British accents. Why couldn't he have just been like an American guy that Living moved Living over to, there. Yeah. Yeah. I've never understood the need for that. We have plenty of like British people in American shows that they're, oh, hey, you just moved here. Yeah, because you know, it happens. Also, plenty of British people who do American accents. It's also that. kind of yeah. the same lazy hack stuff. Like if they're in China, they all speak with British accents, or if they're in like you know Africa, they yeah, all British speak. British is like the go-to. It's the go-to. It's the default accent. Wyatt Cenac actually has a joke about that in uh, especially his, in like fantasy stuff, but um, like one of his his albums, and it's it's yeah, it's just apt. I mean, it is. Did like, you watch that show? Speaking of which, let's just talk about that. I Wyatt Cenac's problem areas. I liked it. I, I didn't like I don't it as care for it a whole lot. This I mean, is it's, one I didn't get to. Oh my god! This is the this is Trey Elliott the show. I don't know Shit. if I like it. I think he will. It is. It's like it's got John Oliver mixed with like more scripted cut stuff. It's very scripted. It, it is, is very scripted, scripted, but, but it also has it's non-scriptive stuff as well, and it is it's a super social justice warrior. Yeah. It's it like is. a unique perspective There's show. There's a bit of a, his say. own personal bias mixed in there, which is his show, so that's allowed. That's but yeah, what's this on? It's HBO. 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 Yeah, I mean, I might I might possibly. Obviously, I do like John Oliver quite a bit. I will say there's also stuff like Bill Nye, which, while I agree with him, I can recognize that show fucking sucks. It reminded me. It's better than Bill Nye, but it reminded me of it. It didn't I, remind me of Bill Nye at all, personally. It felt like John Oliver guest spotted like a drunk history. Like it's yeah, got I mean, those kind of cuts stuff with in it, but yeah, there's but, but the like weird the, like animated stuff. I didn't like. I mean, he was clear. Like uh, he, it helps that White Sinek is one of my favorite comedians out there. I really, really enjoy. I like him. his stuff away from that. I, like he was just kind of clear some of the stuff. Like the way he started going in on like rich white men doing all the space stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you are skipping over all of the many benefits of what is uh, what he, they're I mean, doing. Yes, part of that is for like, for information. Part of that is is his slant, and yes, part of it is that was not a back. problem area. Though. I thought it was funny. Well, he also spends the entire, the most of the episode on police brutality. That is, but the whole thing is like the description on it. Like he has three problem areas listed, and one of them is the space problem. He literally didn't say a problem. He said something which I thought was kind of stupid. It didn't bug me. There was a good point of him like, don't like put all your faith in rich people. Like you should be trying to save your planet. It is, but he went through like six minutes of content before that, which did not need to be said to justify that. I thought it was super tongue-in-cheek funny. I mean, he said rich white people are trying to leave the planet and leave us all behind. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a funny thing. It just wasn't really told in that way to me. Also, it, la- it made I, me laugh. I loved his like little like quotations of himself, too. Like, the uh, masturbation is so much better when you burn it or whatever, and they just said, why it's an act? Like, that that kind well, of that, shit. There are funny moments. I I laughed at the show. I don't hate it. I just don't ever care if I watch it again. Its user scores are not great. I'm worried about his tone and his cadence and things like that. Like I, it's he's not a super popular comedian. I don't see this. Don't conti- I don't see this going very long. It's HBO, so I mean, it could certainly get more than one season. But I just don't see it lasting Tell that very to long. Bill Simmons. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that did not go well. No, that was a bummer. Ben Affleck killed it. Uh, yep. 
he was drunk off his ass on the first episode, and HBO it came out did not care for that. One, it was fucking glorious, though. <laughs> he just like yelled curse words at Roger Goodell for most of the interview. It's pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. Uh, and then finally, Patrick Melrose on Showtime. Uh, a Benedict Cumberbatch joint. This is based off of a book. Yes. Melrose uh, Place. Uh, yes, correct. I uh, didn't watch this. A character that he apparently has wanted to play for a very long time. I had never heard of this. Same here. I don't really know what it's about. It's a, like a guy that comes from a rich family with a his dad's an asshole. And his dad, of a pedophile, and his dad, yeah, and it's Hugo Weaving. His dad dies, and he is just a train wreck of a person into all kinds of drugs. And it's about him going to collect his father's ashes, and then so he just tries to. Oh, Trey remembered something. Get (laughs) on the right path, so he just decides to stay in New York at the end of episode one. Like it's a shallow story that I'm sure is going to take more, but like. Oh my God! So much happens, and he is, like it's the best Benedict Cumberbatch has it's, ever been. He's really fucking good in this. It's insane. Also, when he takes that quaalude, when he's sitting there with like his aunt or <laughs> something, and he is all the lewds of hit. <laughs> he just says, all of a sudden, he's just like, <laughs> he just like just melts. It's so fucking funny. It's also, a very funny has, show. When he has an incredibly like just a blunt conversation with the drug dealer, that he's like, you weren't. You weren't really gonna stab me, were you? And he's like, "Oh yeah," and he just pulls out the knife, and he's like, "Oh, thank you for not stabbing me." Like, <laughs> I loved this. I don't know if I like the show. I do think you would like this show, uh, to be fair. It's, but it is—he is a contender for the free for all actor of the year because he was incredible. I don't know how a human him? being functions that way. Oh, I don't either. I it mean, was hard to watch for me. I was just like, even just that part of it, I was like. I am having trouble watching you go down this hole. It's Some of the needles the stuff was oh rough. God. The beginning where he's bending him and then he's like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, he's like going to give up heroin for the 40th time. So he bends all the needles uh, like back and then he's like, well, the plane ride could be tense. So he starts bending the needle back with his hand and just trying to shoot oh, up with it. And I'm bicycle, like, like yeah, pump a, at one a, point. essentially a bicycle, a bike pump. He sticks it and he goes, oh, shit. He, he missed his vein. <laughs> and he comes out and he's just pouring blood. He's like, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's, dude, it's, it's rough. But it's very it fast paced, too. It's fast paced. It's like. Uh, obviously, you get to watch Benedict Cumberbatch act his ass off, yeah. and then on top of that, like it's just so wonderfully fucking weird. It's real weird, man. There's some like I weird choices it. in the direction, in the style. It's shot. Yeah, I love the style of it, though. Yeah, man. I like man, it. I'm not saying it that, really but it's fast. weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't the even know what's really it. quick. It's hard to even talk about it. It's it is very difficult to explain, but yeah, I mean, there's a second episode Critics out already. I'm gonna give it show. another. I mean, I'm definitely gonna give it another episode or two. Well, yeah, it's two or three, and it's also limited. I think it's only five episodes total. It's five episodes limited series. Oh, it's totally. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the whole. Oh, thing. Yeah, there's no so way I don't watch all this. Cut on all the other ones. Uh, we did not, but uh, uh, it sounded like safe was a cut for everyone. Yeah, I'm cutting. That. Cut. Yep. Patrick Melrose, keep keep. keep. Uh, probably tentative keep for me, and maybe if I have time, like I'm curious what I the next episode watch looks it. like after that. Why well, well, an hour each is a push for me, just uh, because yeah, I don't know if I need another half hour. Uh, problem area is is a cut for me. Yeah, I want to cut that too. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right, let's do finish shows. Trey. Oh Lord. Homeland, sir. Yeah. I thought oh, I finished. God, finally. Thought you were putting me up. Finally, you guys get to talk about this. I feel like we've been talking about it for months. We pushed it two weeks. It feels longer than that. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Um, you're, still, you're still not where I, w- I want you. 
Nay, need you to be. Homeland's gone downhill a little bit, man. Man, I, I could at least, like, last season, I totally understood. Like, I was like, all right, I don't well, agree, Last, last but season I get was it. the worst season of Homeland, like, by a mile to um, me. And probably not the by the mile part, but it's probably my least favorite. This, and this of is far better than last season. There are some really good parts Dude, of this season. There is so much spy shit in this, it is awesome. To me, it's either the second worst or the third worst season. Probably the third worst. I still have this ahead season four. Season four was also a waste of a I'd season. I'd have to. It's the first season without Brody. Okay, that's fair. When they, we were like, we don't know what this show's going to do. Yeah. Five's amazing. That's when they're in Berlin. Berlin season's yeah. incredible. Uh, outside of the first two, it's my favorite. But anyways, that's a lot of inside baseball about Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so yeah, this is um, all the Quinn stuff is behind us now. Thank Christ. Um <laughs> yeah, and again, I didn't hate it like you did, but I, I, I at least saw where you were coming from last season. Um, like, Carrie is dealing with being fucking crazy again, which is always wonderful. For the first time, it wasn't for me, man. Really? They used, it felt like a crutch for me. Like, she went from, like, they they address, there are times it's good. Like, she is bipolar, and that ha- has both hurt her career, and it also, when she's got it under control, but using it is what, is what makes her yes. great. And they even say that. Yeah, and that's and what I love about it. When she goes full-on, like, hallucinatory, I was just like, oh, my God. I was it like... Doesn't, it doesn't stay that way for long, though. But it because she takes drugs, and now it's the threat of it constantly. Like, when she was in jail, and clearly that's where the season is. She doesn't even know who Saul is and all this stuff because she's been yeah. deprived of her pills, and that's where we're going to pick up next year. And I was like, damn it. Um, also, the president of the United States... Is the worst. But And also in this show. Um, <laughs> but, like, she is, like... And it's not even character that gets... Like, I have trouble watching it. So, I will say that I do think it's very intentional that she is a character you're not supposed to like. Um, oh, no, yeah, that is true. And I think they do a damn good job of it. This show got too topical for me. Like, yeah. there was a lot of, like, what's going on. Like, the, the Russia stuff, like, hitting home. They clearly address social media's role in it. Yeah. Like, it's it was, the point of the season. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like... I guess I, I, guess like I just want an escape from that, and I want to see some more, like, classic spy shit and not, like, the nefarious guy that puts up fake news. Yeah, I think, I guess because it wasn't directly dealing with it. Like, we're I do like that it was Oleg from, uh, from the Americans, though. Well, yeah. That guy's awesome. He and is. Evidently just can only play Russians. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, I think there's something about the fact that even though it is clearly paralleling the stuff that is going on in real politics mm. currently, it doesn't, it's obviously not naming any names or anything like that versus, and if you guys tune into the Upfront show um, that we'll have out later, um, my issue, like, with all these, like, sitcoms that are coming back and stuff is that they specifically just fucking talk about Trump yeah. all the goddamn time. Yeah, think Roseanne. Well, I mean, before that, it was Will Grace, and it's... It is. Murphy Roseanne Brown has caused a, like, flurry of it. Either way... The Murphy Brown one didn't bother me. That new show, the oh, one the from Murphy the Brown 70s. One did. Man. Well, well, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry, anyway, point being, this I think this didn't bother me as much, because uh, as soon as you said that, I went, man, that didn't bother me, and it totally... I was ready to rail on it in the Upfront show. Um... It's because I they can, because they live in a different world where Donald Trump isn't is president. president. Yeah, um, but no, I can definitely, I can totally see where you're coming from on that. It point. got to me, man. It really got to me. Um, it got to me more with the the whole Infowars dude. 
the first three season episodes of this season are they serve zero purpose outside of they're like we just need to write out this character. Yeah, we got to wrap. It this does up. nothing for the story. <laughs> it literally does nothing for the story. You get to hang out with Salsam. That that's it. I'd be cool. Like, make, give him some. Like, there was no reason for it whatsoever. They didn't need what the kid died because they repeatedly show him doing other stuff in the social media, like putting up fake news and all other stuff. Right. Like, I literally can't think of a reason why we need to say that outside. They needed to write the, my least favorite character on TV out. I'm with you on him being one of my least favorite Because he's a bad actor, too. Yes. In this. And it's not just that they the made worst. him like an asshole. His accent is bad. Like, it's just all around, it's really bad. Um, but that said, I think what made me high the season, and I'm not saying it's like obviously like the best season of Homeland or anything, but the reason I really enjoyed this season was that we did the thing I did miss last season. There was, was some spy shit this year. There was time. no spy shit last year. This year, there was some spot. Like, when they were fucking the like last breaking people's houses and putting shit together. Oh, so well, the good. The FBI agent, when they figure it out, and, when yeah. Saul, and it's so obvious to Saul. That's why I liked He was like, yeah. really? A guy just stumbled over and she was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, that's all. From then on, it got a lot better outside of the president when I was like, come on, seriously. Uh, but... Uh, when she or when they go, the last two episodes over in Russia mm-hmm. are great. I was like, "This is Homeland." Yeah. And even though the president would come in, I'm like, "Oh my god, go off screen!" Especially when the vice president like had control of the office, mm-hmm. and he told Paley, and he was like, "Get the fuck out of my White House," because he was going to do the right thing. And I was like, "You should be president." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't give it up. And then they at least end that way. Yeah. Uh, but that was really also a bit ham-fisted which, with her and like. I'm resigning because I'm part of the problem. And I was, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you are the most commenting on Trump right now. But of, like, what you wish would happen <laughs> and should yeah. be done by a good person. I was like, it, it was a bit much for me. And I guess I just I see it so much now. They are less obvious because it's a different world. But yeah. I was just like, did we have to do that? Like, it was very obvious what That's they were fair. doing to me. Uh, anyways, I don't know. What happened to Max's brother? Did they just... He just exists in this world, and he's gone now. Like the guy that she originally used for all her tech stuff, and then now it's just Max. I honestly don't remember that dude, so I guess he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I guess so. What are we talking about? Homeland. Jesus, really? Yep. Come on. Fuck you. I mean, I have to come back. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you do. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, Whoever wrote the note, we just talked first impressions last time. Yep. Wrote that it was me. Okay, yeah, we only talked. I'd only seen the first two episodes. Oh, okay. You had finished it. Yeah. Uh, Severed head. Right? Nathan Fillion is wonderful in this. He's back. Man. He's Yeah, he's great. He is so and good. And ahead. Uh, neighbor continues to be the best part. Oh, man. Oh, no. Timothy Elephant conti- continues to be the best he part. He makes the show work. That show doesn't work without him. It, it is... It, this is probably his best work. His comedic timing is spot on. Fucking insane. Anytime he says "what the fuck," it's just yeah. like the <laughs> best. Oh, son of a bitch, or just "what the fuck," and like out of it's so good. Like uh, his, his ability to continue to be surprised by the insanity happening around him is what makes the show. The daughter was better this year too. Yes, she was. I him, really like him looking season. at the, uh, the 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 bookshelves in the Nazi house. He's like, "Holy shit." <laughs> Tongue and groove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. 
Uh, he really did this himself. The uh, what the fuck? It's charging as much as I can do. Hold on, Facebook. <laughs> uh, the uh, the little like sp- the lore is starting to intrigue me of like where they're gonna go with it. Yeah, and all this. I also like the fact that like the one chick is like basically worshiping him. <laughs> like she's a big time Christian, but like seems confused oh, about like yeah. what's about. And yeah, so when they find out oh, that she's yeah, resurrected right. from the dead, she and treats her like her savior. Nathan Fillion's head, and yeah, and he's like, "Hello, hey." <laughs> and she's like, "Please, Lord, give me a sign." And then there's this huge inferno <laughs> where the neighbor and Abby blow up the fracking. Fracking, side. yeah. <laughs> it's that really was, good, man. That, that show is awesome. Yeah, the two like season two is way better than season people one. People are like hunting. I Those guys are awesome. It's yeah. got the weird loners guy. Yeah. And then uh, he's also weird in a new show and things that it's come Magnum out of the ball. It is Magnum PI. You're right. He's the ideal guy. Fortunate <laughs> bastard. It's going to run for yeah, a long gonna time. It's going to do great. I'm excited for it. No, Kristen's going to be way above you. I'll go ahead and tell you. She's seen every single episode of Wife Avo. I'm so sorry. I've heard that show's not bad. It's not good. Fair enough. It's, it's got Hurley in it. Does Jin just say Udda's a lot? I hope that show is one that day just racist. a secret uh, lost spinoff. That is what he said. He ran to the camera Udders. and he goes, Udda's. Udda's. He does. I mean, it's slightly racist, but yes, he does say that. You can't force that joke, Chuck. Oh, he can. And it works. <laughs> <laughs> Trey. Yo. Talk to me about the city of Chicago. <laughs> in all well, its in public it's, municipal it's Tell me about its medical Illinois. needs, its policing needs, <laughs> and police its fire <laughs> needs. But not its justice. <laughs> Fuck that. We don't care. It is anarchy there. <laughs> now, Chicago oh, Justice God. just lives on in uh, Law and Order SVU. I wish you ran for office <laughs> for all your policing needs. <laughs> Sorry, that's the last time I interrupt, I promise. It's okay. And also, no, you it's can't not. keep that uh, promise. <laughs> Uh, no, so these shows continue to be uh, the best part of my week every week. Um, I shit you not. He I love them. Suck you, Brittany. <laughs> occasional week. God. Lane I, knows where he stands. Yeah, Lane is like, I am not a Chicago In show. TV, if you there's assholes. A, a show called Chicago Lane, you'd be on the list. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not, there's so not. Get out. That is just <laughs> one road and the goings on on that road. <laughs> How much do you want the shy to be a part of this? Lane, whole Lane, oh, if network. only. It's gonna happen eventually. It's not. You don't know. You don't go, fucking know, Josh. Go on, sir. Anyways, um, yeah, they're doing some interesting stuff with uh, a few of the characters. Uh, they wrote off um, a pretty big character this year, um, a character named Gabby Dawson, who's been there since like Is the that, beginning. What's her name? Chicago Fire. Um, chick from. Um, okay, it's not who I was thinking then. Did you not think it was a chick? No, I, you would, you know this girl's name immediately, even though I don't. So you would oh, okay. say it if I if it was who. I was this is the girl that was on um oh fuck what's that um show where the guy red faces to tell if people were lying or not lie to me. Infowars. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show. It's the girl of Infowars. Um, no, she um she's leaving the show. I was assuming that's what happened, given the season finale. She like signs up to go to uh, Puerto Rico to like help out with like the relief effort down there or whatever. First mistake. Um, yeah, fuck Puerto Rico. My uh, mistake. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she's officially off. But uh, no, they they. It's a great football. I think play. my only complaint about these shows at this point is I really loved that they were willing to cancel or kill off some people. 
They've always been willing to do that. Um, they haven't been as willing. They've definitely teased it a few times oh. over the last few years, but wily bastards. They, they end up like God. they end up uh, being alive, which they used to be. They would just fucking kill them. Yeah, you were you sing the, Back the praises. Back in my day, yeah. they would fucking kill them. In my Chicago. <laughs> Um, they did wrap up in Chicago uh, PD. Chicago great again. <laughs> I would wear that. I know you would. Um, no, in uh, Chicago PD, what? they had a storyline that's been going for like two years about this dude who um, basically, like the main dude on that show is kind of like a bad cop. But on which he, one? On PD? On PD, yeah. Hank Voigt. He does like bad shit for like, good reasons. That would make sense. If that makes sense? Yeah, it does. Um, anyways, he had another dude that, like, basically did the same thing for a while and then, like, turned around and was trying to take him down. And that's been going on for, like, two years. And they finally wrapped that up. So I'm super happy about that. What's your favorite so of these three? Old. Fire, easily. I think that's also does true of the ratings. from House on it? Um, yes, it does. One more Epps. Captain Casey. He's a captain. He is a captain. Promoted was, three years ago. He was Dr. Chase initially. Yeah, but now I he's really Captain like Casey. It's about time he's been busting his ass for years on the mean streets of Chicago. <laughs> Dr. Chase sounds like a third-rate DC hero. Yeah, kind of. I'm sure it is. Med is definitely the least fair to three. I like it because I like medical procedurals in general, but definitely like yeah. half that cast, I constantly, me and Brittany will watch, and I'll be like, I fucking hate this person. <laughs> like, like, they just black. make such shitty decisions I think they got canceled all finally. the time. Oh, did it? Maybe. What? What? Well, canceled? Code black. work again? I don't know about Code Black. Night Shift did get canceled. This Night year. Shift. That's the one I was thinking of. It, it finally got <laughs> that canceled. That show was actually really good the first season, but I never kept up with it. Yeah, I remember you liked that show. Somebody it was solid. Eye. And it had that chick from uh, Royal Pains in it who was smoking hot. Are you excited for the All Chicago Night next year? Yes, I am. Well, I'm a little bittersweet about it, if we're being honest. I'm excited. You like to spread your Chicago out. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I literally it's Chicago seed, if you will. I literally like. It, like I, have, some nice I only watch on Hulu. Cream cheese. <laughs> so I watch like the next night. So like right now, like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, or I'm sorry. Make now that one by later. God, anyways, Thursday night, you better watch some <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> but it's just well, it's been nice that it's like. You know, three days a week I get Chicago. Now it's just because I'll definitely watch them all on Thursday. There's no way that doesn't happen every Thursday. Yeah, it'd be fucking lunacy. (laughs) (laughs) It's appointment television. Fuck those movies that come out on Thursdays. Josh, talk to me about Cobra Kai. I love this show so much. So, uh, last we spoke, I had watched the first eight episodes of ten. Yeah, we only uh, spoke You guys spoke only spoke the on one. the first one. Um, there's just something about, like, this show. It just hit me at the right point, I think, in time. Um, I really enjoy the original Karate Kid movie more than I thought I did, it turns out. Um, Maybe I don't like it as much as I thought I did. There are just, I love it. There are, things in, there are things in this show that I like that they kind of turn on their head. I talked a little bit about this last time, but oh. the fact that Johnny Lawrence is absolutely, even though he's a shitty one, he is the hero of this show. Oh, without a doubt. They established <laughs> um, that early. Yeah, and, and Daniel LaRusso is definitely he's more the villain. He's a douchebag, yeah. Um, so... In the first episode, do you guys did you guys remember meeting? Why is he his always son at all? Johnny uh, Lawrence's son? No, but I do like that Daniel Larusso like has only been cast as kind of a douche since then. Yeah, it makes me think that Ralph Macchio may indeed must just be because be remember bag. Entourage? Yeah, he wasn't a douche in Psych. I haven't watched that. I can't remember him in Psych. All of a sudden, he was the uh, the the police guy that trained him for the police academy, and they thought it was okay. going to be like they were like. 
make funny sounds yeah, with your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't do that. He's like, oh, that's right. that in Police Academy. <laughs> um, that's funny. So, it's I all mean, funny. yeah, spoilers. Johnny Lawrence's son uh, initially tries to get a job or does get a job at uh, LaRusso's auto shop because he wants to piss off his father, basically. He's a, basically the rebellious son because um, Lawrence skipped out on his mother immediately, was like an absent father his whole life. Johnny. And, it's classic uh, Johnny. Turns out that he ends up being trained by Daniel without Daniel ever knowing that he's Johnny Lawrence's son. Um, it comes down to another Tri-City or an uh, under-18 tournament uh, where Cobra Kai has to earn their way back in because they were a lifetime ban. There's just a lot of funny like back and forth between the two of those characters that I love so much. Uh, LaRusso is like the head committee for... Do they make their way back in? Spoilers for They do. I mean, that, that's one episode arc, but basically he goes to try and argue for Cobra Kai and nobody on the panel knows why they were banned. And then LaRusso shows up and he's essentially the head of the entire committee and argues strongly to keep them cut out. What I like is like the show ends up in the same spot. So Cobra Kai is bad again, but not intentionally. Like, he totally wants to do well. He wants to teach these kids to do good, but through a circumstances outside of his control, like the main kid, Diaz, the, uh, the Hispanic kid, right. ends up being a real asshole toward the end because he feels slighted by his girlfriend who ends up being Daniel LaRusso's daughter. Um, he kind of, of accidentally hits her. I was going to say, man, um, there's a lot of coincidences in this show. Yeah, yeah. But basically, like, and he ends up going after Lawrence's son, and, like, they end up, in, like, he injures him, and they do a lot of fun things with that. Like, this is going to end in chemical warfare. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> Coincidentally. And I will at the beginning this. At the beginning of the tournament, like, he, Diaz pulls out the crane kick. And it's when he's very clearly, like, Johnny Lawrence is trying to get in Daniel LaRusso's, like, head. So he, like, whispers in his ear. And in the very first match, he wins with a crane kick immediately. When they and they don't call stares. it illegal. No, they don't. And he just stares uh, LaRusso down, like, laughs about it and everything. But he ends up in the same spot. Uh, it ends teasing the original sensei from Cobra Kai. I can't remember his name. Is back. That guy's alive? Yeah, I couldn't fucking believe it. Man. But, I'm like, he... He hasn't been seen in a long <laughs> he time. He has not. I think since the next Karate Kid. Because didn't he come back in that one? I don't know. I blocked that movie out, <laughs> Trey. He's uh, a fucking hawk, bro. <laughs> God damn it, Trey. That movie is so bad. Um, so, like, the, the, the stuff that, like, actually got to me kind of emotionally is, like, there's an episode when he does finally decide, LaRusso, that he wants to kind of take karate up again and kind of get back to that, like, point in life. He's visiting Miyagi's grave, and you kind of get the sense that this really was, like, a hugely important figure who helped turn his life around and basically set him up for all the success he has. And then he starts becoming Miyagi with, uh, with Johnny's son, basically. So he's teaching him all the things. He's teaching him, like, wax on, wax off and stuff like that, but doing yeah. it in, like, a little montage scene that it, it worked, like, really effectively for me even rocky had one uh he's alive and he works a lot really he's got a shit ton of credentials anything good uh let's see so why chuck is looking at that i just remembered a thing while we're talking about this all right i read the novelization (laughs) of the next karate kid you don't talk about that okay no no i did before the movie came out that's a thing yeah there was always there's a lot of novelizations of movies. Isn't like, the Goldbergs? Does it have pictures? No. Uh, I bet they did a Karate novel. Kid episode and he was in the Goldbergs. They absolutely did a, a episode of Criminal Minds. He's in a bunch of straight the DVD movies. <laughs> that is <laughs> he's, he's working, man. Good on him. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I, was, I mean, he works a lot, I'm man. He does he like four dead. or five movies a year. I mean, he doesn't get paid a lot for them. He gets paid more than we do. 
True story. That's true. Yeah. Like there was a. I mean, there was Definitely. a really. I mean, look at that hair. Depends on the movie. Look at that hair. I mean, that is just stellar. That guy makes they, bank. They do a lot of like playing with the the lore and like making like funny jokes at it as well. So like, as his as Larusso's student, you know, Johnny Lawrence's son gets hurt. Uh, toward the end, <laughs> they're like in the back, and he like doesn't know if he can compete or whatever. And of course, you know what's supposed to come. And Russo claps his hands together, and you think he's gonna do the the rubbing, and he starts to, and he's like, "Medic!" And he calls for like an actual person to come take a look at him, a doctor, or whatever. But there's like an emotional scene between them where he is like mouthing off about how much he hates his father, and Larusso is like, "You can't really blame him. Like, he just he boy. had the no, like he had." <laughs> A bad teacher or a bad father figure can really ruin you, and he had the worst of them all type thing. And, like, it was just a really cool poignant moment put in between all the, the fun in between. And I like seeing, like, it's it's kind of like the formation of a 80s bad guy supergroup in a way, the way Cobra Kai starts to come together and everybody gets their own personalities in there. The kid with the, the mean, cleft like lip. Yvonne Drago comes in, then I'm in. <laughs> the kid with the cleft lip, like, becomes, like, he like it's a mohawk. And like starts being called Hawk instead because Lawrence like just berated him, calling him lip the entire time. He's like, until you take the fucking pressure away, until you take our eyes away from that lip, I'm just gonna keep calling you lip the entire time. All right. uh, he wills his lip to uncleft. Basic. I don't know. I, I really using I, his chi. I really had a fun time with that show. Shine. Center it. <laughs> By the way, that dude has done 12 acting credits. For 2018. <laughs> Twelve. Dude gets work, bro. Including. Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. Oh, that sounds as Gramps Jenkins. Oh, all yeah, the of that fifth lead is in that. I'm telling you, it didn't make it. <laughs> I mean, even if it works a lot though. I mean, even if it was like twenty thousand for like you know a couple of months. Yeah, he's he doing a 12. lot. Yeah, he's doing a lot. Oh, sweet bitter. Also, also he's the lead. Don't say fifth. He is the lead. Cool. <laughs> and Max reloaded the Nether Blasters. You give that man respect. I will. He that sounds like the shittiest, like, orgasmo porn. No, it looks like fucking uh, Far Cry. Uh, God. Max reload and the Tron? Nether Blasters. No, it looks like Far Cry. Sounds like a superhero uh, shoots at his dick. Blood Dragon. That looks off. It looks just <laughs> like Blood that Dragon. That is a Blood Dragon graphic. Yes. It looks they just get like sued. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <coughs> Blood Dragon could have gotten sued by Masters of the Universe. I mean, they there is like a hundred references yeah. in that. Um, Trey, talk to me about Bull. Yeah, Bull is wonderful. You procedural loving motherfucker. I do love them. There's Bull's a bunch more we're going to talk about the upfronts that I'm also excited for. Um, oh, bye, Facebook. Peace. Uh, it was definitely charging, but I don't think there was. We could bring it back at that point. iPads are just too ridiculous to try and charge. Yeah. We'll have to, I think that cord may have... I thought it worked last week, but definitely need, wasn't charging. Yeah, it needs better cords. Anyway, um, I watched them. Bull continues to be a wonderful procedural. Um, nothing really new or like exciting on this one. He does <clears throat> kind of go through a little bit as close to like personal dramas you can get in a procedural where um, he uh, has a little bit of a drinking problem, and that causes some issues for a few uh, a few episodes toward the end there. All but right. honestly, outside of that, it's kind of business as usual on that show. It's still really good, and I really like all the the characters. Um, they'd gotten rid of like one of the girls on there. Her name is Cable. Um, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, bringing you into the conversation. 
Uh, she's kind of like the kind of young, hip, like tech genius of the of the group. Um, and she kind of does some fucked up shit at the end of last season. So she's like out for the first, I don't know, quarter or so of this season. Um, but I was glad they brought her back in. She's one of the best characters outside of Bull. Um, right. And I forget his name now off the top of my head, but the like the lawyer that works with Bull, they actually like Chantel Bear. Yes, both Bear of those Chantel. Things. Yes, Chantel Bear. Yeah, no, he goes by uh, both. My bad. Um, but anyways, uh, that Benny. Nasty. That's his name in the Benny Bear in the show. I don't know the actor's name. He but has a band <laughs> called the Jets. <laughs> Anyways, he's also really <laughs> wonderful. But that one, um, less to say, it is it is straight up just like I watch the show because it fills a procedural size hole in my heart. I mean, which is really big, and I need a lot of procedurals. Possibly have a procedural size hole in your heart. I only watch like five of them, dude. He has no heart. It's also, that three Chicago shows: SVU, Bull. I think that's about it for procedurals. Well, since Rosewood went away. Yeah, and sadly. Yeah, 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 but Magnum PI is coming. So what? Magnum PI is coming. Did you like that MacGyver remake? No, I didn't. That show was the hottest. Somebody trash. here did. It was Kristen. It was Kristen likes it. No, I can't. I don't think any of us like that show. She no, also did. She also marathoned the chase. How about that? Oh. Oh, the camera's off. I forgot. That one's on though. Oh. <laughs> YouTube. What is the our chase? first love? Uh, oh, it was the Shonda Rhimes show that inexplicably oh. got picked up for the people. That's a new one I just added. Photo. Yeah. And it's a procedural. And huh. <laughs> Photo people show the rhymes. Charger uh, was definitely that show working. inexplicably got picked up. I'm so happy about it. <laughs> like it had bad ratings, and they picked. Oh, it was that up. the one that you thought for sure was done? That he was get, it, it like, was all the about? third worst show in that time slot all year. And the Brave was on my list until it got canceled. That's not a procedural. It is kind of a procedural. God, I hate TV sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's keep talking about it. Uh, Trey. Yeah. Let's talk about Bosch, man. Dude. Right? Better every year. It really is. It's so good. It say, might be top ten this year. Do you, it's, it's been knocking on that door. It's very possible. Do you find yourself having trouble starting it, though? No. Okay. For whatever reason, this is one of those shows that, like... Because it's slow. It, it is. It's not slow towards the end, but it definitely takes a little bit to kind of yeah. get going. It's a detective show. It's got to build the mystery. Man, that it took me forever to watch that second episode. Like, I did not have a desire to start that show. But about, I don't know, into the third episode, maybe somewhere in the fourth. Ain't no way you weren't hooked by the middle of four. Dude, I was like, this is so fucking good. I watched all. I watched nine episodes in a day. Yeah, I did too. Actually, <laughs> it's wonderful, man. Uh, full spoilers for spoilers uh, for Bosch season four. Uh, man, starring a uh, friend of the show, Titus Welver. Correct and well done, sir. I need to write him and tell him thank you. Yes, you, you better do it for I do. Yeah, yes, I know you asshole. The one guy that watches. Well, the stop, show. stop talking about it and do it. I'm the one Shit that started that. Shit get off the pot. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyways, yes. When uh, his wife or ex-wife gets gunned down, dude, out of nowhere, right? I'm glad I'm not, like there wasn't like, something I missed. One second before, I was like, oh no, because I was like the oh, way yeah, they zoomed yeah, you out. Saw it but I was in. like, oh shit. I was like, I didn't think she was gonna die, and then like. My love for 24 kicked in, and I went, fuck you, Nina. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, Maddie is really good in this show. His yes. daughter, like, yeah. especially this season, after 
I was, After the mom died, she was good. I like the character. I don't think she's a great actress. I thought she was. I, I, have I thought, thought the that before. Kind of rough. This this year, I thought she was like, really good. Like the way she handled it, like afterwards, like yeah. I like her like portrayal of that character. I just thought the emotional beats, like when she had to be like devastated. Right. Like, I just thought it was a little a little rough. Jay Edgar and Harry are back together. They are indeed. Jay Edgar not so uh, doing so hot with the uh, the ex misses. No. She just wants him to be like permanent booty call though. Basically, and he wants he wants his wife back. Man, yeah, I'm definitely on his side on this one. <laughs> like, it's kind of shitty what she's, she's doing. She's a little been a little misleading. She at least laid the cards on the table now. Finally, but even that, she did it in like kind of a shitty way. She wasn't nice about it. So without like doing research into this, like going, I watched this season and uh-huh. I was like, are they ending it? I was like. I mean, because not a ton of people watch Bosch, I didn't think. And, right. you know, going in, and they wrapped up finally, like, the side plot of, like, who him always investigating who killed his mom. Yeah, that's what's wrapped in season one. Yeah, and it's wrapped up now. Mm-hmm. And they wrapped up, like, this or big, <laughs> they wrapped up this big, like, political figure who was behind this year's murder. And it happened to be the same guy. And I was like, this just feels like a neat little bow. Uh, but where in reality, it's just kind of like they're just ready to move on. And so I read interviews from like the head of programming for Amazon. He's like, "This was our oldest scripted show." They're like, "It's a staple." They were like, "They're like, sure, it's not our highest rated show, but like, it's like has the exact same numbers every year." They were like, "We can count on knowing exactly what we get." That's awesome. Every single year from them. I'm sure it's not high budget or anything. No, they're not. They're like out of loyalty. They were like, "We'll go on as long as they let us in this." So it's already renewed for season five, and it doesn't look like it's going to stop. Fuck yeah. So that makes me very happy, right? Because I also had the same thought of like, oh, what does this mean for the future? It's of this such show? a cool, just I mean, it's just a good old-fashioned I, detective show, man. It is, and I'll say it's. I like that. Have you noticed? And I think his house I, is also the greatest. It is. It is really awesome. <laughs> and they have a poster on the wall to explain why he has why this awesome house, and it's the only reason. Which is totally, I'm sure, a thing in the books. It's like such a. It's such like that type of like James Patterson type novel realized <laughs> in live action film like it makes me so happy it, it it's it's ex- that nails it um it's also i like that they constantly the cops refer to police procedural things as if we should all know what like some sort of form or like some acronym is it, I had to look up a few. I was, I just, I just like let it go. I'm just like, all right, well, that's, I don't think I'm supposed to even know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, RH something or whatever. They kept saying that. It took me a while to figure it out. It was robbery homicide. RHD, robbery, robbery homicide division. That took me okay. a little while to figure that one out. But yeah, like it's total just police it's, speak. And I was like, it's oh, all man. easy to figure out is the RIPD. It's correct. It's uh, it's like very RIPD. Like if you looked at Rosewood, that police station looked like something out of like. A fucking comic book or something like it was all these like clean lines and super modern and like these guys are in like the Hollywood homicide division. It's not like they're in like Iowa or some shit. Yeah, it is, they're in fucking it's L.A. Fuck and it's you, a hole in the wall. Yeah, it's great. And I like I love all the side of that. the side like character cops that are just there are some of the best. <laughs> like the two older guys that are hilarious that they randomly had basically those two old dudes from the Muppets. Yeah, and they had them solve the Koreatown killer thing that's been going on for two years and had the most anticlimactic ending ever. Uh, but it was great in it how was. they did it. And then the one guy that just is like, he's like. The shift manager guy, the older guy yeah. that's kind of out of shape. He just pops in for like three episodes a year to say something funny. Like, I love that guy. This show's amazing. You would it really is. Too. I also love that I was really worried at the end of the season. He like confronts the guy who he finds out 
had murdered his mom. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. They're going to, like, betray my favorite thing about Bosch in that, like, he is kind of a badass. Or not kind of, but he is a badass. Huge He's, like, badass. Very, like, gruff, like, doesn't take any bullshit, whatever. But he, like, always will do the right thing at any cost. Yeah, he He's, slipped up once, that, and that and that's why him and Jagger had problems that, um, from season three. Uh, Hank Voigt that I was talking about in Chicago PD, he's like the opposite. He's like gruff or whatever, and again, but does what it takes. Technically a good dude, but will like murder a fool if that if he thinks that that dude deserves murdering. Whereas like Bosch would never do that. Yeah, and he it's slipped once last year, and this whole year was about like, can he yeah, come back? Jagger from that? back. Yeah, and like, what, what, and the Jagger asked him, he's like, what are you gonna do? And like, the whole season was about like trying to figure out like. Yeah. Where they were going to go with that. So I was very happy that they didn't have him. I was really worried they were going to have him shoot that dude. Especially when he was just like provoking him. Yeah. He was like, well, your mom was a whore. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. once, once I saw Jagger there, I was pretty sure they weren't going to do it. But I was afraid Jagger was going to get shot again. <laughs> yeah. When, the, when the, he was like just pursuing him into those tunnels or whatever. But like him figuring all that shit out, God, it was so good. Being anyway, in like we the can, secret underground of. Yeah. All that shit. I was like, like God, it all together. Old LA is so cool. It really is. Uh, all right, we can stop gushing about Bosch yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. It's so good. Ooh, rockets punch. Oh shit. Um. Well, I hate that Chuck just left, but. Uh, I think he was again. coughing something up. Yeah, a lung. It sounded like. Uh. Nope, there's nothing else we can talk about. So let's go ahead and talk about Atlanta. All right. All right. Let's do it. This show is fucking amazing. Phenomenal, man. It's So I think I might like season one a little bit better. I think I do as well. I but, don't. Well, let me tell you why. They went, he wrote it more like um, Master of None is written this year. He went for it's still a hilarious show, but first season was more more focused on commentary. This se- or on the comedy. This season was still a, while still funny, just like Master of None, mm-hmm. made much more of a effort on the commentary of the show and more grounded. Uh, aside, I mean, it, it opened up with an alligator man, but um, <laughs> even that like doesn't Go seem on. all that far fetched. Last year had the crazy like episode seven. With all the funny commercials it, and like everything One of the else. greatest episodes it's, of TV of amazing. all time. I, I actually think there's an equivalent to that, but continue. I'm trying to think of what it would be. The fucking Teddy episode, man. Oh, yeah. But it's not... That shit was just as weird and like had nothing to do Except with anything. Except it wasn't funny. It was just... Well, it was I funny. Mean, it wasn't but funny, but it was just as weird it was amazing. and out of place and like had nothing to do with fucking anything else. Yeah, but it wasn't quite the same. It was, like, I mean, the, the Teddy Perkins character, which... I thought was him the whole time, but I had to look up just to be sure. Yeah, same here. Um, like, I thought he was great, and I, I thought it, they, they played the tragedy of the character really well. The episode was weird as fuck, but it wasn't in the same way of, like, a very clearly scripted fake ne- like news program and, like, well, fake commercials and no, everything. It wasn't literally the same thing, but it but, was. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it, it still felt more purpose. grounded, though. Like, there it, was nothing about that episode to me that felt grounded. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like a weird, obscure Michael Jackson dude who kept his, like, fucked up brother in the basement and, like, opened up a... It felt weird as fuck, but I don't know. It, it, it didn't the feel on me. the same level. Either way, like, I still thought this, this season was fantastic. Um, I thought, like, kind of top to bottom, it was, it's one of the best written shows on TV. Oh, without um, a doubt. You sympathize with every character in some fashion. Tracy is awesome, and fuck him. 
I hate him. It is weird how you go back and forth really quickly. <laughs> him talking about stealing those shoes as he's doing it is one of the funniest scenes in, in television for me this he's year. Just he's just like, like, they got a no chase policy. Doesn't matter what I could say. I'm going to walk out right now, and they can't chase me. And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Darius was a little toned down this year. He wasn't, like, as crazy, I didn't feel. He stuck, he stuck his foot in some pasta. But he did do some really funny things still. Uh, to me, the Paperboy was much more the star this year than he was, had been in the past. I agree. Like, yeah. I'm like, this, like, I think Brian Tyree Henry is his name or something. But anyway, I think he should be nominated for an Oscar or for an Emmy. Uh, like, was, I thought he was wonderful. He's really good. I hated him toward the end of the season. Um, just because I sympathize with Ern so much. Um, do you interpret as though Ern is still his manager? Yes. Yeah, he 100% okay. is. He tells I mean, him that on the plane. He literally says it at the well, end of the season. Well, he says, like, that's what I need, but he doesn't officially say, like, you're sticking around. No, he I mean, says, I need that man when he's, he's referring to what he's done. I don't think so. And then, Ar- I mean, and Ern's showing, like, he's trying to take care of him because, like, he clearly, like, he says at the end, he put that gun, and he's trying to show so him. You got to do it. what you got to do. Well, he put that gun in the other rapper's bag, and then the rapper moved it into his manager's bag and, like, totally betrayed his manager. Uh, which that guy, when they're in the studio, and he's like, the program froze, and like he like is going like crazy on it. It is amazing. It's yeah. just don't, just don't let it fucking happen again. And like they're all like, yo. And then when it, when it does happen, and then fucking Paperboy and Darius are just like out. Yeah, they're like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> The episode with Brian Ty- oh, with uh, Paperboy in the Woods is also just yeah, fantastic. I think that episode it's is just called crazy. The Woods. It is The Woods. It's crazy. That fucking homeless guy or whatever, like that whole thing was was awesome. And it's also, there's been a few shows that have kind of made me realize this lately, but that episode in particular does a good job of making me realize, like, starting to feel, like, legitimately old in terms of, like, popular culture. Like, I feel like we keep up with it pretty well because we do so much about TV and video games and everything else. But, like, the oh, whole, like, Instagram famous I type. hate Instagram famous people. I, I hate the idea of Instagram famous. Listen, nah, like, I, I, to, to some extent, like, if you get can, it, well, you, yeah, you get man, get it while the game's good. Man, I can't get it. I can't but get down. I, I, I literally hate don't that understand girl so it. Much. The 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 Tracy, or I mean the the Van episode rather this year was much better than last year. Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, the whole Drake party, Dodge I thought Beats was episode. fucking hilarious. Oh yes, yes, I definitely agree. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was like well done. <laughs> Again, more of the the Instagram famous shit, which like is annoying. But I understand that as a thing, and it's it's real. But man, I hate. Well, that I kind adored of, the German like festival episode. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought, so I thought it was fucking funny. funny so this man. Probably my least favorite episode of the season. I it wasn't bad. I thought it was, it was I hilarious. I thought it was funny. I mean, it was more of a bummer episode for me, though. I mean, like, they actually did a good job of selling Van this season more. I still hate her, but, like, I get it. In, well, she was the more, the more responsible of the two. She was like, I want this to move forward. And, and now it's like Earn that can't, like, grow up and, like, have that. Yeah. Um, the second and last episode, I, I wish that Chuck were here to talk about it because he feels the same way I do. Yeah, but Chuck is out, folks. It's for you. They couldn't oh, see. Oh, permanently? He's, yeah, he's sick. He can't gotcha. do yeah. it anymore. Um, but like he's the the episode of him in high school or in in junior high or whatever it was I guess high school because the twelfth graders were picking on him the Fubu episode like that was just heartbreaking to me it was a really good episode though that was yeah, uh, I agree. Donald Glover's like he directed the episode and he wrote that and he wanted to talk about like what it meant to him as a kid and stuff I, I also there was a lot of funny parts of that episode there, it, there it, was some good stuff in the episode just in general. Um, but, like, the poignancy of it, like, yes, it was absolutely showing the relevance of FUBU. But, like, man, bullying culture, it pisses me off anyway. I really fucking hate it. 
but they portrayed it incredibly well. I've been in that situation, man. Like you, you man, do- when that kid, kid gets punched in the side of the head on the bus. Oh yeah. Oh man, I was like, oh shit. There was that shit and the, the like the indifference that the staff has to it in certain ways, and yeah. then like, like I've been the person who's like, man, my parents they can't afford me Jordans or they can't afford me like the expensive shoes or clothes or yeah. anything, and so like, you get what you can get and you make it work, and like sometimes you get fucking ripped for it for no reason other than kids are stupid and they're assholes. Like I'm so yeah. glad I don't have kids. To send them to school because, like, <laughs> I would be punching four-year-olds, man. Like, I, I just straight up would. But to some extent, like, and obviously all of us weren't bullies. All of us maybe didn't get bullied. But, like, I feel like you experience some form of that on both sides, like, at some point in your life. I agree. I think every to an extent, maybe in some. And again, obviously, some others. more than others, and much higher, ex- you oh know, much God. greater extent. Than I can others. tell you, four hundred pound Josh wasn't bullying anybody. No, and, and maybe you weren't doing it in high school, but like at some point, like you've given somebody a hard time that you shouldn't have given a hard time. Like fucking everybody does that. And I again, I'm, I'm not saying you don't swing way to the other end of that, of that spectrum that fucking sucks, but. And like the kid, I mean, I've, I've been there, man. The kid, I obviously haven't killed myself, but I've had right. those thoughts and those feelings. And like the fact that he's dealing with other things, and you could tell, I mean, his relationship with his father was incredibly important. And like the whole thing of like my father, I, the thing that bugged me is they didn't, and, and I get why they didn't, but like they didn't really focus on how his actions could have been interpreted as like causing this kid. To help kind of kill himself, like it was more. Ern didn't want anybody to know that he had lied about his clothing or didn't know. Yeah, it's or definitely an like indirect it. type of blame. On the other side of the spectrum, we have not talked about the funniest episode of the year in the barbershop episode with character of the year nominee Bibby. Bibby was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh Bibby my was god, wonderful! He was wonderful. But it was still it was Paperboy again. Paperboy is what sold that episode. Okay. Bibby man. <laughs> His refusal and to always find an excuse of to not cut his hair, and then just like I got an appointment too, but his was first. When he was still in that wood, man, God, it was just the last. God, it was so fucking funny. And also, I really enjoyed the one where they went up north to stay on a college campus with that crazy girl. Dude, that bitch was insane. (laughs) When she lays down with paper boy, and he's like, "Oh, (laughs) God, that that whole." Also, when. When he gets out of the car to fight Tracy. When he gets out of the for, uh, car to fight Tracy is really funny. And also when they sh- find that um, that frat house to get some weed. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, all the, it's that, a moment of the year. That white dude. When they're all naked. Yeah, but that, that dude plays that song on his phone. Yeah, it's incredible. It's amazing. God, it's so good. And that, there they're was like some just truth to some of that weed shit. In front of that giant Confederate flag. <laughs> Like this is that scene that's just cut. That whole shot is so yep. good. I, at one point, me and Brittany were watching it. And I was just like, "This is really fucked up." It's real <laughs> fucked up, but it's hilarious. It also, is. earlier in the season, uh, and uh, the when they're he's trying to stun on people, so he's trying to throw money around. No one will take a hundred dollar bill from a black guy. Oh my god, that, that made me club. so mad. And then it, it was so it was so funny. Good. And when it ends up when he's like. Sometimes you gotta stomp people, and he's gonna race Michael Vick, and he's like, "Yeah, but I hadn't ran six times in the last ten and minutes." Like, and it cuts to him afterwards; he's just sitting in the truck, just going. She's like, it was and Michael she's like, Vick. she goes, "It's Michael Vick." <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, when he's at, I, I assume was the movie theater trying to pay with a hundred dollar bill, and he couldn't. And then, like, the white guy comes up and pays with it, and he just steps up. And he's like, "Excuse and me, he sir," and gun. he just pulls his fucking <laughs> jacket back. And he and he's goes, like, oh, "Wow, okay, I'm out." <laughs> 
God, I love that show, man. It's, it's so good. It's really, it really good. It's easily one of the best written shows on TV. Comedy of the year. Uh, I mean, trial and error is coming. You guys are the assholes, man. <laughs> I like this season better than last season, so this season maybe it wins. Oh, well, it's because it's because you were on the Master of Nut Train, which that show was amazing too. I God wish it were coming it's back so good. sooner. If they bring it back, maybe a while. It'll come back, but it'll be a while. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it uh, for TV. Let's talk about some movies, which. I guess we cut out some since Chuck's gone. That's fine. I feel bad talking about Batman Ninja without Chuck. There's, at this point, no, it's not like anybody's gonna like want our f- like hot he first is take the on DC Batman. animated Ninja's guy. Like just current, just, yeah. I get that, but uh, it's also a DC. It's not like a theatrical release, even like. No, I get that. And it, it is a Batman animated movie. I'm I feel fine like with you and I are closer on the same level for that movie. I don't love it. I'm, but a, I'm the same. But well, yeah, we'll I think talk. Chuck might be with you guys. I think I might be the lone wolf <laughs> on thinking that show or that movie is fucking awesome. It has really awesome parts, but is a w- very disjointed movie. It for is. Me. Damn it, it is. I love that movie. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about, about it in depth like, next yeah. time. I'll, I will leave you with, I, I, I never thought this, but I c- could not listen to any more Tony Hale yelling. My God, dude. <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, so that also cuts out the week of, because uh, that was only Chuck. Um, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it is the uh, Adam Sandler and gotcha. somebody. Okay. Anyway, it's it's getting really bad reviews, and Chuck agrees that I think it's his least favorite movie of the year. <laughs> um, That's probably great then, if we take last year into account. <laughs> great Wall. Great Wall You're is horrible. so good. You're a horrible person. Um. Let's talk about the Andre the Giant. It's been a while on that. I think he's fun. Missing yeah. That's just you two, sadly. Yeah. I forgot to watch that. It's awesome. It's so good. It's I'll, really good. It's nothing like eye-opening. Like, I knew a lot of this, but it's just really good. And to hear, like, all the people. <laughs> Vince McMahon cries in this. I know. I didn't think of him as a person that cries. That could cry. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, the, la- the last 20 minutes of this are brutal. It really is. Like, like the end of his life. When they talk about the Princess Bride on. Kind of when the, they cut from WrestleMania 3 yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, Carrie Elvis, first of all, like, I did not know how much of like, a personality on set Andre was, but there's not a person who speaks ill of him this entire documentary. It's supposedly he's just awesome. one of the, like, great, like, the biggest like, all time nice guys. The most lovable guy. Like, he would defend you, stick up for you, he would drink you under the table. Um, like Who knew Tim White was his handler? I didn't. Of all people. <laughs> he, they, that man loved Andre, and Andre loved him. Yeah, he cries in it, too, and he's just saying, he's like, the, you know, that if man, I could change anything in like, the world, it was be, to have been there with him when he died, so he wouldn't have been alone. Well, you've I was seen like, the, like, little V8 cans shit. of, like... That got like, me a little bit. <laughs> like, tomato juice and shit. You've seen, like, what they look like, right? The little, like, six-ounce yeah. cans. That is what a beer can looks like in that man's Smaller. Hand. It is important. Like, he that drank, was the like, most eye-opening shot. I was like, oh, my God. His hands are, like... Cases of wine per night. Like, that dude was a Frenchman. He loved him some wine. Hearing about the partying was, like... And they were, like... Because... I love, first off, that, I mean, again, this is made by Bill Simmons. This is a Ringer film. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is nice. Who made, he invented 30 for 30. So this is basically a long 30 for 30. Um, but David Shoemaker, who's my favorite, like, wrestling writer, he's the Ringer's wrestling writer. He goes by The Masked Man. Uh, he does a lot of the commentary he does, on yeah. here, and he's great because uh, he's very informed. Um, so, like, hearing, like, all the inside baseball, and, like, he brought up a good point of, like, he's, like, the mythology of what 
Andre. He was like, no one has achieved that in wrestling. Like you hear, you can hear any story about him, and you just assume that it's you true. Believe it, yeah. Like Ric Flair was like, I, I he, heard he had two hearts or whatever. Yeah, or like three he, rows he of said, teeth. And he like said I, for thirty years, I be, I really believed the two the two rows of teeth. <laughs> He's like, every time we wrestled, I'd be going. Like, trying to look up in there, and I was like, ah, you're a son of a bitch, Ric Flair. <laughs> True fucking story. I love how attached to that, like, completely small, that, like, his home away from home, basically, the town in, in, Carol- in North Carolina, Carolina yeah. who, like, he just, it it was his French it's home. It's the only place he could go without people, like, everybody knew him, so, like, everyone would, like, everyone didn't stop spectacle. him and be like, they just talked to him as a friend instead of, like... Being like, hey, you gotta take a picture or hold your yeah. hand up or all in this bullshit. Getting his daughter to to talk about him as well. Like I'd I'd never seen her before. No, a lot of his family is in this. I was surprised by his it. brother. Are they all two gigantic? Br- two brothers. No. Whoa. That and the most tragic part is is like yeah they talk about there's it very a treatment early on. for what he had if, if you do it early. If he didn't live in a remote wine you know winery village basically in France and they had caught it early. Even at the time there yeah. was a treatment that like more it, obviously there's more so now. If you catch it early, I mean you can't like reverse it's, gigantism and the, I don't forget the technical name of it they use I in mean, it they, is. They, they talk about it as they, gigantism, uh, gigantism. They do. They, well. It's the common. I also board. didn't know that he actually had that disease. Yeah, it's a pituitary disease. Yeah. Interesting. His, like, his body like, just he, continued to produce. He's built at seven foot four, and they even dressed this. He was not seven foot four. He was just like everything on him was so Big. massive, and like he's obviously tall. He was uh, right at around seven foot, but like you see him and Hulk Hogan against each other, and Hulk Hogan's what six nine maybe, if that. Yeah, and he's not that much taller than than Hulk Hogan, but he's just gigantic. I loved the the story actually with Hulk talking about like Hulk working out working out the entire WrestleMania three match like bringing out the league him riding and that like, and yeah, the, they showed the pad and at the it. very top of it you can see him like please don't show this to Andre because he was like the knowing the wrestling like re- loving the wrestling business and reading about it like there's a respect level in there of like and there's a ch- like there's a chain of command and like the unwritten code and all this and like he felt. It was not his place, even though he was becoming the biggest star on the planet at that time. And this is really what pushed him over that. Like, he would not tell Andre how this ends. He wouldn't even demand that he beat Andre, even though he clearly was the one that should go over at that point. The whole, and like, I had heard He wrote the whole thing out, then wrote finish with a question mark at the end. And then, like... The the whole I I had heard the story before, but the whole like Andre fucking with him the entire day would of not the tell event, him if he was going to whether do... or not he was going to put oh, him over. Man, I gotta watch this fucking documentary. Like he came out to ninety five the biggest crowd ever at that point. They came out first sold out the Silver Dome ninety five thousand people. Only loss he ever had? Uh, no, I don't think so. I that, that's official loss only loss in WWE. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean the well, only loss the only televised quote unquote loss he ever had. Um, so like he comes out that and they go out to the main event of WrestleMania three, sold out Silverdome, and Hulk has no idea what they're going to do for the match at that point because because Andre's Andre's been fucking with him doesn't know they didn't he didn't know that he was going to do what script he was going to he didn't know that Andre had even seen the script that he wrote out he said so I threw a punch he blocked it and then he, he, I caught that he was like, and then he was like, "Holy shit, he's doing what I wrote out!" And like, so it just kept going. He was like, "Oh my god, thank God!" He still didn't know the finish. And then uh, after, and like, he did one move, and then he just hears uh, Andre just yell "slam," and he was like, "Oh shit!" So he does the body slam, and as soon as he hits the mat, you hear leg drop. He does a leg drop. He's like, "I fully expect him to kick out," and then he's like, and then three seconds later, my entire life changed. I was it's, like, damn, that's so, awesome. cool. so like, cool. Hearing about his like physical impairment 
how well, hard like, just traveling was on him and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah like, he couldn't move. Having to get the surgery on his knee, which, again, feels like it's a story out of today, not a story out of 30 years ago. The fact that on The Princess Bride, like, he couldn't catch Robin Wright he, Penn. Couldn't like, even catch Robin Wright. Despite how big he was, he was in such bad shape. He was being held up by wires and holding. She was being held up by wires to look like he was holding her. A seven-foot-tall man, 500 pounds, you know. Robin Wright Penn was... 100 pounds, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe 100 pounds at that time. And he couldn't lift her to hold her up because his back was in such bad shape. Like, just imagine having to live that way. It's like and, tragic. And the looks that he Knowing you're going to die early. Yeah. Planes and, like, that was the thing is his just complete, like, being at peace with I'm going to live my life till it's over. And that's all it's going to be. Like, he was such this – he was the gentle giant type thing. Like, it's such a great – Documentary. Vince and there's was been like, really good in this, there's too. There's been articles about, like, they wish it had covered this and the exploitation. I thought it was perfect, I was like, man. man. Fuck, like, I thought it was great. Vince, like, was the most humanized I'd ever seen Vince in this because you could tell what Andre meant to him. Because when he decided, and they discussed this. Until we get the eventual Bret Hart <laughs> documentary. He's the one that, Vince is the one that ended the territories it used to be 30 wrestling organizations I how much they went into the territory and they re- they really explained the significance of that and vince is the one that ended that and he used andre to end that uh and eventually hulk is the one that kind of completed that yeah. but but being able you to could go see on vince's face what that meant to, to him territory and people had never seen him before and it was an in and out thing like okay andre is being lent to the southeast territory and nobody has seen him so you can get a couple matches out of there but you can't make him your staple that way or at least they didn't see it that because eventually people stopped coming to the same exact matches over and over and it's just like it's such a cool like the the history of wrestling is such a cool topic when he's talking um, about like when he's talking about when vince is talking about how like andre kind of held a grudge a little bit because he was just he held him responsible because he was looking for somebody to blame late in his career when just things started to go bad because he didn't like being a heel he didn't like being right. a bad guy because yeah. he he just loved people and so he's like we had kind of a falling out and they were like you know, what was your last conversation on all this? And then, like, what did he mean to you? Uh, or did his death hit you harder than anything? And, like, you, Vince starts crying. And he was just like, I have this facility to just completely write out people that hurt me, and, you know, just to block or it to, out. To, to compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, yeah. And, and you could just see like the wall breakdown of like how hard it hits him. And he was, and you could see that he regretted that, that he, they didn't clear the air before. It ever ended. How like, old was he when he passed away? Forty-six. Okay, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly young, but it's it's not a full life. But I mean, it, it was. The way you guys are talking, yeah. I almost wonder if it was like in his thirties or something. It's like a miserable last ten years, though. It sounded like. Yeah. Man. Like I mean, he just was living on. I mean, getting he did he get to go back for his father's funeral? That's where he died. That's right. He went back to his father's funeral and died. Shit. Yeah. That's rough. Like yeah. and and his brother, like man, his brother, cool guy. But talking about like this was his chair and you saw it just like so much bigger than everybody the else. The size did. of this it was, like, a fucking table, chair. man. Like yeah, like and and just like the fact that you know he had to have made money, right? And he had to have left it somewhere. He had that big ranch in Carolina and everything. But left like the fact that you see his family home and like nothing has changed. Right? His chair is still there at the family kitchen table and like it's just it's such a cool thing. It's. It's, like, weird for me to make this connection, and I think it's just because it's a French wine village, essentially, but, like, uh, 
there's a storyline in uh, the next generation about Picard going home and like seeing his brother who is like this complete opposite, but they're still like this really rural French family. Like it kind of hit me a lot of the ways like those episodes did, but like obviously in a much more impactful and human a humanized way. But it's just it was such I love this documentary. It's it one of my really favorite good. films of the year. I mean, we're still sure. yeah, we're still early in, but like right now, if we had to make my top ten, like it's easily in my top. It's 10. in mine. That's as awesome. Well. Yeah, and it's only like eighty six minutes, ninety minutes, right around there. So it's, it's right at an hour watch. and a half. Yeah, so it's totally worth it. Uh, all right, so we are definitely skipping. We'll skip Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, and Batman Ninja because Chuck's going, and I'll give you a chance to watch uh, Suicide Squad anyways. Good. Uh, let's talk about Deadpool two. Yeah, I guess that's the last one, right? Yep. I don't know if Chuck liked this. I'm assuming he liked it. He hasn't said anything. He well, said that well, a lot of save, times. He, he was said, saving oh, it for shit. the show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he really seemed like he enjoyed it. Yeah, I think he did like it quite a bit. I um, loved it. I liked it a lot. I also liked it a lot. It's not not as much as the first one, but only by a small bit. There are. It's a little below to me. The second act had some problems. Like there was times the second act was dragging a little bit, and it felt like it was like kind of getting away from what they were doing. But it also had some wonderful moments, like the X Force introduction. There are aspects of this movie that I like more than the first one, and there are aspects that I like less than the first one. The um, jokes. Are the best jokes are probably better than the best jokes from the first one. The most like awesome fight scenes are better than the first one. Uh, the first one just kind of felt almost more consistent. Um, I would agree with that. Also, I yeah. think there's just something about it being the first one that you can't get. We've with the never second seen one. anything like that yeah. before. Like um, you just you expected what it could be, but you didn't think it would be it, and it was flawless. And, and they they absolutely nailed it. Um, I, I I agree with that. I still really I just. There it's was close. so much fucking fun in this movie. Domino was perfect. Domino dude. was great. She was really good. It's my favorite thing to come out of this movie. Like, I want her to have her own movie. Yeah, everybody's enjoying That was also what all the reshoots were, was putting more Domino in the movie. Good deal. Um, so I think they realized it, too, because when they tested it, Cable and Domino were the two. They were like, we need more of them in this movie. There were some moments, like, when... Um, like, he, he kind of called back to the whole, like... Punching um, or feeling like Colossus is nuts or whatever. Yeah, he made some like callback reference that he was like Scoutmaster Pete or whatever. Yeah, I was like that's that's a little forced. Yeah, um, there are some moments like that, but I don't know, man. I still don't get tired of like the extreme violence, the fact that he is just a rag doll in every way. Um, the humor is just incredible. They know, like I saw your brother had the the thing, and I was like, you, I was like. I don't, I don't know what you wanted the first. The well, first I just one don't was think I humor. was like I don't think you get kind of what dead, the comic book is like that. Yeah. I was like you do sacrifice no the way story to not be for like the that comedy. And do a Deadpool movie. I actually liked his arc better in this one. There was more of a story I thought in this oh, one. Oh, certainly. Um, I liked all the Vanessa stuff. I liked um, <laughs> that was wonderful how they handled that. The whole movie is about revenge and like trying to live up to like be with her again in heaven and now Vanessa's alive. Spoilers, obviously. Yeah, there's questions as to whether or not that is actually no, they've true. Confirmed oh, have it. they? Yes. That, all, that is that is in continuity everything that happened in the in the mid credits scene, which is also one of the greatest stingers of all time. Yeah, it is. They, he gets the cables, stinger. cables, time device, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he just goes crazy and goes back, saves Vanessa immediately. So the whole movie doesn't matter because she's she's alive, which is hilarious. Yeah, uh, goes back and murders the shit out of original Deadpool that, that we got in Wolverine Origins. He <laughs> it cuts to Ron Reynolds reading the script for Green Lantern. He's like. Welcome to the big Welcome time, to the big kid. leagues guy. And he just shoots him through the face. And he's like, you'll thank me. 
Oh man. Uh, him him showing him showing up and killing uh, old Deadpool and just shooting him like six more times and then like as he's leaving he was like, "I love you." <laughs> I, lo- I love it so much. It was really good. Peter was wonderful. Everything I hoped he would be. The X-Force scene was amazing. It's, it's one of my moments of the year. The high winds? Yes. Just the fact that, like, oh, my God, they're they doing it. They got Terry Crews, and then they murdered him. They murdered every. <laughs> I'm really Sugar Brad Bear. I'm a little sad that Shatterstar is out of the X-Men universe now. I will Not say anymore, remember? He isn't. No, oh, they no, didn't, say, he didn't right. save him. He only saved Peter. He only saved Go Peter. Go Sugar Bear. It's not worth it. <laughs> Though I think they could easily just ride oh, him yes. back into I mean, the next movie. Star's not coming back. You don't know. Uh, I'm better than you at everything. <laughs> Shatterstar and is kind of a douche and looks that douchey in comics. That's what I appreciated about what they did. The Vanisher. I'm a 90s X-Men I just hope fan. Dupes in Deadpool 3. Oh, he, if there was ever a place for Dupe, it is in Deadpool is 3. When, or just in X-Force. Uh, Vanisher was in that who I've read up on and he his prominence quote unquote was during a time when I my downtime of comic he was around ironically during the Messiah uh, Wars stuff which is like one of Cable's main arcs okay uh, but the fact that it was Brad Pitt was fucking hilarious it was hilarious did you read like about how that all came about uh-huh. apparently like Ryan Reynolds wrote a like a handwritten letter to Brad Pitt He's one of the hardest cameos to get in Hollywood. Yeah, he was like just saying how funny it'd be and everything else. And Brad Pitt didn't charge him. Coffee. Yeah, he he got paid in Starbucks and (laughs) did it on some lot in L.A. Like nowhere near any of the rest of the movie. Just went in and filmed it. The X Men in the in the in the X Mansion when it showed them shutting the door. That was amazing. That was they they called uh, Brian Singer on set and they're they're that was them shooting Dark Phoenix Phoenix and they filmed that on a different lot just so they could show. I mean, I love the callback again. He was like, "Why is this place so empty? You would think the studio would throw us a bone." And he's like ranting and ranting, and it just cuts to him very clearly green screened in. Oh yeah, but you see Beast and like he looks and then just like. Matt Damon and uh, and uh, yeah, Alan I didn't Tudyk. pick up on that. Alan Tudyk, yeah, it was I didn't either. I knew it was Matt Damon. I heard his voice. I was like, yes. Fucking IGN spoiled the fact that Juggernaut was in this movie, and it pissed me off so bad. So I was really I happy that Juggernaut was in this movie. I mean, that was also it, Ryan Reynolds. I probably would have, yeah, he voiced it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I funny. probably would have figured it out when they were just talking about like make friends with the biggest guy in here. I saw whatever, the hand, but, and I went Juggernaut. Yeah, but before that, I probably would have guessed it. But I just I knew the entire time, like the morning of the. Day after that fucking movie comes out, there's an article on IGN that just says the best Colossus versus Juggernaut fights, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that's stupid. Like, fucking yeah. really, dude? So the fights were good. Cable was done well. I think as good as you can do Cable because a serious Cable probably I doesn't work. I how it's fucking short he is. Yeah, and they and they're making fun of it. Oh yeah, it was, it was like totally not comic accurate. <laughs> Because Cable's like, a huge. There at the end, they're the like comic. all walking like in he a got line. Jacked though to play yeah, that. Man. Yeah. Uh, some of the fight scenes were really good. I thought I like that they called him Thanos at one point too. That was funny. That was very yeah, funny. Yeah, the DC Universe thing was funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, both of those were in the trailer, but it was it's a really Willy Willy Thanos Thanos yeah, it's a really funny. Like the whole um, jail scene was great. Julian Dennison was really good. Man, at, I feel bad for how big that kid is. Yeah, he was a big kid. He's gotten yeah. bigger. The, the fact that they got fucking Rusty Collins as a character in this is just crazy to me. Yeah. He was an acolyte at one point. There's a lot of great X-Men references. Black Tom Cassidy's in this. Yeah. <laughs> I flipped my shit. calling him racist every time he brought up killing Black Tom. It was one of the best parts of the it entire was. movie. Also, I Julian Dennison doing the fucking mime away. He's like, that's not a real rope. And flipping him <laughs> off. Like, I thought that was great. 
I will say some of the effects were a little rough. Juggernaut did not look great. Yeah, I and think like, that, that I like is kind design. of. Like, I don't think they go out to make it. I think they just like know that they don't have to make it look good because it fits Deadpool. To some extent, yeah, that kind of stuff though, like doesn't necessarily to me just fit in with like, oh, it's a Deadpool movie, so the yeah, CG is kind of rough. Um, well, I mean, not enough for me to. Grey like, Suit Deadpool was awesome. It was, which is X Force. Yeah, I, th- I was every time he was just like X Force. <laughs> I loved it. It was really when Joe Pinder got mad when he lets Peter join was also amazing. And also oh, yeah, his re- he, and he was like <laughs> fuck when he yeah. he's like I don't have powers. He's like I just saw the ad. And he's like you're in, and he just you see him yep. in the corner. He's like fuck. And then at the end he's like my body is so soft and frail. <laughs> I should go away back in the car. And then he finally kills the guy, and he's like, I want more. <laughs> My body is an instrument, instrument of destruction. Also, Eddie Marsan is his name. That is that is not Patty Considine. It is not. Well done. Also, they continue to just tease the hell out Essex of Mr. S- Mr. Sinister. For the love of God, give it to us in some movie yeah, at no some kidding. point. Gambit. That is not well. I mean, it would they're, fit in Gambit, but that movie's never happening. They're talking Thank about God. filming next summer. They talk about that every year. It doesn't have a director. I might regret this, but I'm going to say it. It makes me so fucking happy that Gambit <laughs> almost was a movie, and then isn't going to be a movie. Marvel's going to make it work. It makes me so Disney Marvel's going to make it work. Or they're Eventually, like, we're not going to make this because we have all the rights and you didn't have that many. Yeah, I can see them never making a Gambit movie. If but they made I, a I goddamn like Ant-Man Gambit and Guardians of the Galaxy again. movie. Gambit will get a movie under Disney. Guardians makes sense if, if they knew the whole plan. Ant-Man only happened because of Edgar Wright's test footage going public. If that hadn't happened when before they were going to have a fallout with Edgar Wright, Ant-Man probably still wouldn't be in the MCU. Yeah. I'm glad Gambit is, is one of those characters I legitimately believe they would find a way to, to make. Maybe I see him being an X-Men at some point. still incredibly popular. Mm. He's not a prominent part of comics. He may not so, be a like, prominent so kids part of now don't know about him that much. I think, I think they would make he's a prominent part. To anyone under the age of like 20, Anyone that watched not. the animated series is yeah. like 9 out of 10 of those people are a huge fan of Gambit. I'm number 10. <laughs> yes, yes Better than Wolverine to me. But that's All right, insane. Let's, let's end this. You shut your fucking mouth. There's a I enjoy Wolverine. <laughs> I, Gambit is better. Gambit get, is my favorite well, X-Man. Wolverine's not even my top five. And I, that, that's fucking lunacy. Iceman is number two for me. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's more up there. All right, well, let's let's end it there. Uh, make sure to check out uh, the, our other parts of our show, and uh, especially make sure to check out uh, our Upfronts uh, special this week, where we'll be talking all the shows that were picked up, all the shows that were canceled, and the and 900 trailers. All the new shows. It's not that much.